On today's episode, we discuss the Curum Incident, as well as Daniel Bartlett. You're listening to Bad in the Boondocks, baby. Bad in the Boondocks. Bad in the Boondocks. People put it down, but what you're supposed to do in a small town. Bad in the Boondocks. Bad in the Boondocks. Hey, and welcome to Bad in the Boondocks. As always, I'm your greatest host, Stan. And I'm your better greatest host. This is Drew here. And we are so glad that you're here. Yes, we are. Let me tell you something, guys and gals. What are you going to say now? I just want to thank people for reviewing us this week we've got so much we've gotten five reviews in the past week and i think that's awesome for our little podcast that's awesome for us dude for us being such a small podcast but they say size don't don't matter you don't have to rub it in like that i'm just saying (laughs) but just thank y'all if you know who you are But if you have not reviewed us yet, I beg you to please keep these numbers coming with the reviews. And I really want you to go to whatever platform you use and please rate and review us, please. Or if you don't want anybody else to see it, go and go to um, either one of our um, emails. What's yours? Stan at badintheboondocks.com, baby. Or if you, you don't, don't have to put baby at the end. Yeah. Or um, go to Drew at Bad in the Boondocks or email us both at Bad in the Boondocks at gmail.com. And also check out our Twitter page. Just look up Bad in the Boondocks and you'll see us. Just press and, But our handle is Bad Boondocks. Thank and you. On Facebook, Thank you. Facebook, we have a page, Bad in the Boondocks at yeah, Facebook. Go on, go on and share that page. If and you'd like, like it. If you'd like, yeah. Okay, but the main thing is please rate and review, but now I've got something exciting to tell you. And that exciting thing is this. Okay, we are going to be moving, we're going to kind of try to cut the Patreon page off. So, Patreon users, if you would, please do what I'm about to tell you. It will benefit you. In the end, okay? Right, Drew? Yes, it will. Okay. But if you don't, we'll still keep that Patreon going. But we're going to now go on Himalaya. Himalaya, I have used that listen to podcast since January, and I love it. Yeah. Um, It's super easy to use. It's got every podcast that you like or that you are searching for or want to listen to. Yeah. It's got, I can now host our podcast premium like patron content on there exactly and there is a secret community that you can be in if you're a premium listener through us now the the app is totally free there's no yeah exactly yeah and let me tell you this what you can import like if you go and you're using apple podcast or if you're using Castbox. 
whenever you go and you download Himalaya, which is they have an app for Apple and for Google, you can import every show that you listen to. You just hit import from Apple Podcasts and every show that you listen to will automatically be added to your subscribed list on Himalaya. Yes. But we now have a premium on there, which will act as our patron. Like it's okay for four ninety nine a month. Okay. Yes, this is the greatest part ever. Only four ninety nine a month. You will get access to the community discussion group. You will also get a mini episode every other week, and and you will get a full bonus episode once a month. Exactly. It's so much of for, a better deal. Yes, for only four ninety nine, And so yeah. that's what I'm telling you, patrons, if you're on Patreon, you need to jump over, download Himalaya, whether you use an Apple phone or a Google phone. Yeah. Jump over to Himalaya. It Go really ahead and does. download the free yeah. app, No Hidden Costs. Become a member there. Discontinue your patron. Pay really, four ninety nine, yeah. and you're going to get more. You're going to get it's really a better. Be deal. part of the community. You're going to get a, that mini episode that you already get every other week, and you're going to get a full bonus episode. Every and month. the full episode. Oh I'm my saying, god! I mean, it's really great, y'all. It really Please is think real. about doing that. Download Himalaya. That's H I M A L A Y A. Yeah. Himalaya. Look at it on the App Store. Or Google Play, download it. You can just click one button and every episode of yours from a different podcast platform will come over. And then look up Bad in the Boondocks. There is two, though. Right now, there are two Bad in the Boondocks, okay? Yeah. One of them, one of them has the member exclusive on it and the other one doesn't so make yeah, sure that that's I mean, one i'm working on getting the other yes, one deleted yes but guys and gals i'm excited about this come on support us love us oh i would say something else but we don't want to be vulgar <laughs> for only 4.99 exactly because that's all that it's worth baby i'm just kidding it's it's, it's worth so much it's more. worth it really a lot. is because really as is. in patreon you would be spending what well, you would spend, it was five dollars for the first year. Mini episode, and that was only one mini episode every other week. Exactly. Okay, ten dollars. Ten dollars for the full, full episode, episode and, and mini. mini. Yes. So you're paying half the price for both. And, yes, really. and all those mini episodes that are on Patreon are going to be eventually put over yeah. to this and new ones added, so you won't miss any new ones. Exactly. But. We already have about 15 ready for y'all. Exactly. I'm just saying. And come we're going to be making more for you guys to listen. So it's really your benefit. It really is. We are, I think we're worth it, y'all, don't y'all? <laughs> who wouldn't want, now, who wouldn't want more of this Boondocker? That sounded a little dirty on the other side. I don't care. But. Have some, who wouldn't want more who want of it? more of you this? You can see my doctor. profile pic on Facebook. Yep. Go look if you also if you go to facebook.com oh and look up Band the Boondocks, you also get to see what your hosts look like. Yeah. So who wouldn't want more? Some do come some good with this looking, country ass accent. Good looking gal and ga- guy. <laughs> what? Gal, gal and guy. Oh well. Okay. Well, so you that's that. Do you want to talk about Instagram? 
No. No, you said you didn't. Well, I mean, because I can't do links on Instagram, so what's the... I mean, well, you said you wanted Not to that. give Instagram a bad rap, but I mean, you can't do links, you can't retweet, can't really... I mean, all that you can do is basically share, but that's about it. But if you would like, if you're a fan of Instagram, go on Instagram, look up Bad in the Boondocks, our... I think our handle thingy is Boondocks Bad in Thee for some reason, but that's all I gotta say about that. But you ready? Yeah. And just so y'all know, we do not get paid by Himalaya to tell y'all this. No. I mean, it really will benefit you. I'm excited about it. We've got great content for you to listen to if you become that only four ninety nine a month. I think it's member. great. I mean, it's just a click of a and button remember, really that's on there. So remember, we don't have ads, so we're getting paid zero except for our three patrons that are so lovely. Yes, <laughs> please switch over. But please, other please, than please. our three patrons, we pay for everything, and we've paid for sound treatments and everything to help improve this. We will yeah. not add music this time. We got some negative feedback yeah. and that said that y'all did not like the music. That's fine. We, I knew that we were great to begin with, but I was just seeing if anybody else was saying, was saying. <laughs> I'm just playing. Well, they did. Yeah. So do you want to go ahead and get into your story? I do. And this week I'm excited about it. Really? It is a shorter story, however. However. It is a doozy and it is very exciting. A doozy. What yeah. exactly is that? Well, it is. It's fucked up. Okay. It's fucked up. All right. That as Forrest would say, it's fucked up. <laughs> Mama says, "Fuck as as fuck does." It's <laughs> fucked up. up. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant oh Dan. Oh my god, dude! Don't get started. What are you with that doing shit, here? Go home. You got yourself a brand new pair of legs, Lieutenant Dan. Oh my god. Go on and start. Okay. Okay. What? Well, I just want to say, plenty of you out there that listen, because I know our age demographic, probably know the excitement of bringing a new baby home. Yeah. You've went out and you bought plenty of toys, supplies, gadgets. One of those gadgets was probably a baby monitor, because you want to make sure you can have eyes and ears on your new little one at all times. And the thrill of plugging in that baby monitor for the first time and walking oh my gosh. out and walking out of the baby's room is like none other. So exciting. What you probably don't expect though to show up on that monitor's little screen is an unknown young boy laying naked and eating off a concrete floor. That'd be pretty scary. Well, that's exactly what happened to a man that's called Mr. Edward T. From okay. Curum. In he, the sounds, Czech... he sounds fake. Well, he's not, but they don't give his... Edward T. Full name. He's from the Czech Republic in Curum. Shocked, to say the least, he called on the police. Yeah. Well, the police knew that the signal had to be really close by because it was a baby monitor. Oh, another house. Okay. It had to be close by. Yeah. So... They started searching door to door until they found Clara, a single mother. They've also, it was her sister, Katerina, Mm -hmm. and there were also three children. We had Andrej 
eight years old, Jacob, nine years old, and Annika, 14 years old. Yeah. Now, the two young boys were Clara's biological children, okay? And yeah. the young girl was her adopted child. Oh, wow. I, I can guess. The little boy seen on the monitor was Andridge. Yep. He was found laying naked in a tiny, dirty chamber, surrounded by his own vomit and feces. Mm. The only child that didn't appear to have been abused was the young girl, Annika. Really? I thought that it would have been the... Really? Really, for real. Uh, I thought, I think that I've heard of a sort of type of story like this, but it was really the young girl in, or girls that got the brunt abuse. of it. Yeah. All three children were taken into custody and both Clara and Katerina were arrested. All right, now, let's go back in time. We're going to go away from this horrific scene, okay? Okay. Let's go to around 2005. Mm, that was a bad time. Clara Myrova was a very happy single mother. People described her as extremely caring and as well as giving. That is why her sister, Katerina, came straight to Clara when she found 13-year-old Norwegian orphan Annika. Annika was on the run from a sex trafficking ring. She also required an enormous amount of medical attention due to the fact that she had leukemia, oh my God, kidney failure, and she was going blind and deaf. How? Clara completely embraced Annika and took her in. She assured her that she would love her like her own. In order to know how to take care of Annika at home, Clara would receive text messages from Annika's doctor. Clara never went to Annika with Annika to any of her doctor visits because Katerina insisted that she would take her because she was already doing so much taking her in. Well, at least that's the bright side. Exactly. Um, but she did meet with the doctor once, and she was shown files to prove his identity and Annika's. Yeah. All right. Now, here's where things start to really take a turn to Weirdville. Okay. All right. You see, the first treatment that was prescribed was to rub Annika's body all over, focusing on the crotch area. No, it wasn't. The doctor said this made Annika really happy. Well, I bet. <coughs> yeah, but maybe not. She's coming from, she's running from a sex trafficking ring. Do you really think that would make her feel that much better? Actually, it will probably <coughs> bring back. I'm sorry, y'all forgot. The worst memories, actually. Yeah. And yes, Claire did agree to do this, as well as other treatments over the next year until she decided that. She would like to officially adopt Annika. Do you think that the doctor was just, like, messing with her? Well, we'll see. The doctor was very put off by her wanting to adopt her. And he said that authorities would not allow this because Andrej and Jacob were being very mean towards Annika. 
The good old doctor said that the only option for Clara was to cure her sons from evil spirits. Oh my god, that's a shitty doctor, dude. The cure included hard discipline and physical punishment, including repeatedly beating the boys and locking them in a tiny chamber every night. That sucked. For some reason, Clara trusted the doctor's every order and did exactly this. And that brings us here to 2006. You see, in 2006, the doctor decided that the treatments, they just weren't working. He now said that the boys needed shock therapy. Wow. So the summer of 2006 wasn't filled with swimming, playing outdoors, or summer camps for the boys. That'd be terrible. Instead, the boys were taken to a cottage in the woods. Fun, right? Not really. Not for them. Here, you see, the boys were kept in dog cages and constantly knelt over like they were dogs. Yeah. This is how and where the boys would eat off the floor and urinate and defecate. It was strictly forbidden for them to communicate, even between themselves and their mother. Yeah, it sounds exactly like Mama, <clears throat> that movie. Oh, I, yeah. You know, except yes. they were girls and these are boys, but same principle. They were frequently drowned in buckets of water. Wow. So did they were they um knocked unconscious and then They would do it until they were unconscious. And then they would give them like CPR to make them yes. spit up the water. Yes. <coughs> if if they swallowed the water first, which most do. They were burned with lit cigarettes. And they were forced to beat each other. Bags were placed over their heads and tied up. Wow. The adults would also cut off parts of Andrej's butt and force him to eat his own ass. Oh my God, that is disgusting. The adults convinced the boys that Annika was also being treated like this, but guess what? She wasn't. Really? She was actually involved in their treatment. Are you serious? How old was she? 14. Wow. 13 at the time. All the while, Annika would continue and lie and say that the boys were hurting her. But I meant, you wouldn't really know any different because you grew up in a freaking sex trade thing. The boys actually started to believe that they deserved this treatment. Why? Because they were being like bad or something? Well, no, it had just been going on for so long that... They started to believe everything yeah. that they said. Mm-hmm. In September of 2006, Andrej and Jacob were freed from the cottage. They moved in with Katarina, though, Dude. so that Clara could start the adoption process with Annika. The adoption process required a DNA sample, which the doctor refused right here. See, that's screwy to me. Wow. Because... You don't need a doctor for DNA sample. You can swab the inside of the mouth, you can do pluck it. a piece of you hair. Don't have to, yeah, you don't have to have it, do you? Yeah, so that is kind of iffy to me. 
It reminds me of Hansel and Gretel. Without the house made of candy and the witch. Oh, I mean, she's sort of a witch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, the daughter claimed it would be too risky in case the authorities realized that Annika was suffering from leukemia. Mm-hmm. Well, Katerina convinced a local actor's daughter to present herself in court as Annika. And this worked, and the adoption was approved. Wow. So you do find guilty the doctor, too? I now, would find him as guilty, too, though. Now, folks, guys and gals. What? We're going to go and fast forward to 2007 now. And that's where, where we begin... That's where Andredge and Jacob moved back in with Claire. These are like the weirdest years of my childhood. Right However, Annika had a nice room and it was filled with colorful colors and toys. But the boys? Black. No, they were locked and tied Concrete. in the chamber. Concrete. They That's were locked they and tied in a cage. In a cage. That's when Mr. Edward T. installed his video baby monitor. We're back there. That was a, a good decision on the part that it that saved was the luck. boys. It was luck. Because you can look on anybody's freaking Wi-Fi for baby monitors. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can look on another person's baby. You know what I'm saying? Quit if another like I'm baby stupid. monitor is close by, yes, the signals will get crossed. Yes, if you are a neighbor... Yes. And you have another baby but monitor. But if you're looking for other baby monitors, you're a freak. No, not looking. Are you I, didn't, a freak? I, didn't, I didn't mean to sound. Because Drew, it sounded like. I did not mean to sound weird. You oh really God, sounded I'm weird. I'm not a fruitcake. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the hell up. His last name is Williams. Text the police. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Please don't. All part freak. of this is not real. Oh. <sighs> All of this is real. All of that is real. All yes. what I said is real. Some of it. <laughs> Not me. All three children were placed into a children's home whenever they were taken. Oh, that's any good. But the same night, Annika fled and she disappeared. Was she scared, probably? Well. No. No. You see, the case doesn't end here. No, it doesn't. And this is, we're at the point. Where there's the dramatic twist. Bang. Monica's childhood was very heartbreaking. I don't know if it was... Was it as bad as theirs? Because theirs was very horrendous. You see, but what Clara didn't know, until she was in court, of course, Monica never existed. What? You see, 13-year-old Annika was no, in she fact... No. 31 year old? No. Barbara Sklovrova. A close friend of Katarina. Wait. Oh my God. Yes, you Annika. Heard me right. 13 year old Annika was, in fact, 31 year old Barbara Sklovrova. I'm so confused. This is like the freaking 35 year old woman who dresses up like a 12 year old girl. And the parents adopt her as exactly the, uh, like that. Raises her, exactly. And then she ends up killing them. Exactly. 
Oh, my God. You see, there's very little information on Barbara. However, she was definitely a psychopath. Wow. Who took advantage of her very young appearance and manipulated Clara into torturing her sons. In order to maintain this childlike identity, see, she had a couple of breast reduction surgeries and liposuction. Wow. So she prepared for this role. Yes. Wow. And after each of the doctor's visits, you see, Clara would receive devastating news about Annika's deteriorating health. This is fake. Well, it was proven that each of these messages were either sent from Katerina's phone or Annika's. And when Annika fled the children's home, guess what? She created a brand new identity in a Norwegian school as a 13-year-old boy named Adam. Wait a second, but Katerina knew of this the whole time. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so a new idea for a fled, movie, dude. This is oh, a freaking movie. This is, you know, the movie Orphan? Is that? Based off based, of Monica. No, it was not. Yes. Maybe I'm talking about Orphan. Maybe I'm maybe the same movie that I'm talking about, but I don't think it anyway, is. Anyway, I don't think so either. But anyway, yes. Yeah. So after she left and fleed from the children's home, she went to Norway and she became a 13-year-old male named Adam. Well, guess what? At trial, Katerina was given 10 years. Katerina, yes. Clara, yeah. nine years. And Annika, five years. They're all free now. That's not long. So how's that for bullshit justice? It looks, oh my God, this is so fake. Oh, it's not fake. This is not it fake. It sounds so fake. In fact, and you let told me, me before you. this that it's almost unreal. Yes. It is fake. It's got yes. to be fake. So let me show you, Drew, and I will put these pictures up on the website. No, it's not. It's fake. No, it's, it's really There's not. no pictures because I'm hallucinating right now, and none of this should actually happen. It is right here, actually. Okay. The I know how she would. Pretty. I know how they would look. That was Annika. She looks like a 13-year-old girl. There. Almost, but there are various conditions that... Um, oh, that's her without makeup in here. Holy Jesus. Yeah, I could see her as dressing like a boy and mm-hmm. getting by with it. Yep. And ugly... Actually, she was brown like that as a, hair boy. as a boy. She looked like this without hair. Dude, she looks like she's... See? What was it, 12 years old? Yes, she, 13. She looks like a 13-year-old boy with leukemia. Exact. Yep. Exactly. Look at that. Mm-hmm. That is unfreaking real, dude. And that's really, that's Holy her as Jesus. a girl. That's her as a woman. Yep. Not as, not as a girl yet. No, she was a, she was a girl there. Dude, but that is insane. That's crazy, bro. It was crazy. It's unreal. I mean, yeah, crazy. <laughs> it didn't sound right. <laughs> what did I you think it. that you said? I don't know. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Short but deadly. I'll back up on that point. Yeah. Literally. All right, y'all. We're going to do a quick smoke break, and then we'll be back for Drew's story. And y'all, let me just tell you this. Please go to Himalaya and join our thing. Our studio, <clears throat> Drew's old bedroom, the door is broke and won't even shut now. We need some support. Damn, you know, I, 
Well, we need Hell some yeah, support. Hell yeah, we gotta have some money to pay for this. It's your turn. Because that's the only because that's the only quietness Is that we get bes- out of yes, um, the whole Yes, my wife freaking... and girls are out of town this weekend. That is a blessing. They are in Nashville. So now we don't have to hear them. So, do you have a story that's just as good for me? I don't know. All depends on your opinion. (laughs) I'm just playing. Mine's going to be on Daniel Bartlam. All right. And, anyways, have you. Did you say Daniel Bartlam? Bartlam. Have you ever been so mad? With your mother, that you wish that she would just go away and well, disappear. What about die? I was going to say that, but I figured I get a okay, lot well, of hate on day, that. That's every day of my or life. Or that you wish that I wish she just Actually, five died. minutes ago. That you just wish that she would die. Five minutes ago. Well, oh, maybe a few of us do. Have you ever felt that way? Yes. A few of us do say that in heated arguments and everything like that. Or or disagreements. Just feel that way. But That's anyways, dirty, well, this boy took it to his heart and made that happen in real life. In April 2011 in Nottingham, Jacqueline Bartlam, she was attacked. Is that, wait now. What? Was Robin Hood still alive? Wasn't he from Nottingham Forest or something? I don't know, but this was from Britain. No, and I think was that, that Sherwood Forest or something? I think that Robin, well, Hood, Robin Hood may have been from um, Britain as well. Yeah, Nottingham, I think. Yeah. Um, she was attacked used to wear tights. by her own son, Daniel Barlow. You wear tights? I don't wear tights. I do not wear tights. That's fine. Yes, whenever I was younger, my grandmother made me dress up in the dresses. You're in a shirt and tidy whiteies. What do we call that? No, I'm not. I'm just in a normal buff shirt with my strong body. And and, tidy whiteies. Nope. And um, shorts. Where are these from? Hollister with no undies. No, that says Hainster. It does start with an H, but it's Hainster. Whatever. It's fine. I but mean, anyways, he, he wears tidy whitey. Shut around the up! House. No, I do not. You're yes, such you a are. liar. Whatever. Whatever you are. Yes, my I I said I'll say it again. My grandmother used to make me no you try right. on whenever I was skinny as a freaking tick. Dress up. Okay, this has nothing to do with you wearing tidy whities, and I don't think I'd finish that <laughs> story. Up. I don't think I'd finish yeah. that story. <laughs> used to dress up in pageant dresses. I would try them on because I used to be the same size as the small girls. Yes, <laughs> that's a messed up story. We'll finish and that you're later. Fussing about the we'll fact finish that, that later. You're fussing about the fact that you're wearing tidy. I don't anymore, now. and I'm a full grown man. Thank you. With tidy whities on, which no, is fine, but yet you're going to tell the story of you. Jacqueline Bartlum was attacked by her own son in her in their home. He was 14 years old at the time and wielding a claw hammer, struck her to death over the head while she was sleeping. After killing his own mother, he set her body on fire. He went out of the house with his younger brother and his dog and waited for the ambulance. He told police that he thought an intruder was in the house, set the house on fire, and he thought he had hurt his mom. Daniel led police to believe 
that he was the hero who saved his brother and his dog. After a short time, he came forward and told the police that he was the one who killed his mother during a heated argument between them. When they searched the house, they found the hammer used to bludgeon Jackie to death in Daniel's room. They also found a document on his computer of a story of a character who had Daniel's name who killed his mother. Daniel had always been attracted to violent video games and movies. Studies have shown that, da- that violent video games and movies can potentially contribute to violence in a juvenile. Do you have anything to say about that? It's kind of fucky. Yeah, it is. You know, there was this young boy who stole a car. Oh my God! Let me tell you Playing Grand about Theft this. Auto. No, quit with the Grand Theft Auto because that is true. And he also killed a person. Oh my gosh! Please hold my dad's in the hospital and he's calling. What's your son? You need to quit with the whole Grand Theft Auto. Or, you know what? Quit with, also, the video games. Okay. Video or games. Or movies. Or movies. Or songs. Okay. I'm tell you something. Hold on. You let me finish Your last first. story was in a movie. After the fact. Anyways. But what were you saying? Video games slash movies slash music only will make you go out and do something if you've already fucked up to begin with. You know what? You know what? The Columbine school shooter didn't go killing people because of Marilyn Manson. You know why? He was already fucked up. No, so yes, you damn right. If you fucked up, it will contribute a lot. Exactly. But you gotta be fucked up first. That's what I'm saying. So, that is called F-U-F-F. It's fucked up first. <laughs> Anyways, this was believed to be in the driving force to why Daniel killed his mother. Simon Matters was a former partner of Jacqueline Bartlam, who did a documentary on British TV talking about Daniel's behavior. He said, quote, He'd have plastic boxes full of figures, Star Wars and Doctor Who characters, but he'd just urinate in the boxes. He'd also defecated all over the bedroom and in the boxes and hit towels and stuff that he wiped himself with, end quote. Dangle was born on November 11th, 1996. It appeared to everyone that Daniel was a pretty normal boy that lived with his mother, Jacqueline, and father, Adrian. That sounds like Jack Lantern. Where did that come from? Jacqueline, Jacqueline. It just came out of your bright head, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah, it did, actually. And Adrian in a stable home. Yeah, whatever. Can you actually see it? Yeah. Now you can? It's like this. It's like a river. Told you it does that. It'll go away in about two hours. Oh, after you jack off. Yeah. When his younger brother... I'm just playing. When his younger brother was born, Daniel's parents split, and he was distraught. Really? The divorce of his parents struck a spark of violence that carried with him till he killed his mother. Mostly. 
there are hundreds of divorce cases that do not and make children you go. do not go out and start killing other people for that reason. Exactly. Just like the music. Yeah. Like I love Marilyn Manson to death. His old music up until he's old and fat now. Yeah, now but I can't his even old sing stuff, at all. Oh my god, I loved Marilyn Manson. Continue. Okay. They had moved to a different location in Nottingham in 2009. That meant that David had to switch schools. Switching from a private school to a public school was hard on Daniel, and he may have been bullied while he was there. In the past year before the murder occurred, he fancied himself with horror movies and violent video games. You like how I said that? I added that in there myself. Fancied. Since the move, Daniel had become more reclusive and kept to himself most of the time. He had gotten the idea to kill his mother with a hammer from a soap opera called Coronation Street, where the character killed a woman. I've never heard of that, but that was probably a, character a Nottingham thing. Had killed his a woman with a hammer. A woman or his mother? Just a woman. Uh, On Daniel's computer. On Daniel's computer, scenes of the soap opera were found, as well as gory scenes of, from other films. Of course, the media had to give him a name, so it was... What do you guess? What do you okay, think well, it was? Well, um, the Hammer. No. Okay. That's a stupid name. Okay. Um, soap opera shitty. Nope. Okay. Shitty soap opera. Oh my gosh, shut up. It was called... Why do you keep doing The that? Coronation Street Killer. That's not dumb. Oh, that's original. Jackie had the partner named Simon Matters, like I talked about earlier, the one who said, you know, about Daniel. That was in the interview of the Brenton thing. And I also watched that interview. But anyways, Simon Matters. Did he really matter, though? Um. Well, he was gone during the but Easter did he weekend. Really matter? I don't know. I you do keep not saying know. that he matters. I have no idea. You keep saying that Samuel matters, but I like, have no idea. But does he really matter? I. Yes. 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 Thank you. He was away during the Easter weekend because it was Easter. How smart is that? When Simon returned, he was shocked to hear what happened. He had saw on the news, basically, that there was a fire on the same street that Jacqueline was living on and him, you know, and, and the two boys. And he, off of instinct, he had just knew off his gut that it was Jacqueline's house. And Daniel had did it. And sure enough, Daniel had did it. he was right. Or just Daniel did it. Jackie met Simon in May 2008 on a, night, on a night out. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. I don't know the rest of the words, but you can finish that. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, they were on a night out drinking, you know. They seemed to hit it off right away, you know. Both of them weren't really expecting to meet each other, but... They sometimes, they just, she wanted his they D. just ran she into each other. She wanted the D. She wanted and the he D. he thought right away, and he is, wanted the shut P. up, shut up. He, he thought right away, oh my gosh, this is the woman for me. She has such I a bright spirit. Out. She has such a bright spirit. 
whatever. And then she was like, I forgot. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I was trying to do the dialogue. Daniel was not liking any of the new changes. See, I told you. He didn't like her watching The divorce, new school, new partner, and the bullying was making Daniel feel left out and such full of anger. Well, I'm going to tell you, bullies do suck ass. Especially towards his mother. Anti-bullying. For real, because I... Well, I, I started doing cocaine because of bullies. Well, also because... My principal, male principal, you don't have sexually to name molested anything. me. You don't have to name anything. Okay, I was just letting them know. See, you can do your own true crime. I know, right? That's why I'm so much <laughs> about with the kids and... And protection. Well, no, the kids' and cases protection. is because I was sexually abused as a child, and it really fucked up my life until I was 20 years old. And I had to go to rehab all these times because... Anyway, I guess nobody cares. Sorry. <laughs> what? I'm trying to tell my story, it's fine. dude. You've it's told fine. me this like it's fine. thousands of times. I almost killed myself, but it's fine. Oh my goodness, you've told me this like thousands. Okay, of go times. ahead. Okay. Sorry, sorry for laying it out there. Oh my lord. And the Lord wasn't there. <laughs> Just saying. Before. Oh my lord. Heen in your throat. But anyways, he was full of anger, especially towards his mother. Before, he was the one telling his mom what he wanted right away, and now he had to share. Isn't that such a pity party? He had even got to pick the house that they moved to in 2009 with Jacqueline and Simon and the younger brother and dog. And anyways, but long story short, he didn't like the house that Simon and Jacqueline picked out. So he said, no, I don't want this house. And Jacqueline said, okay, son, we'll go look at other houses. And he picked the house that they wanted. Isn't that sad? This built up anger and violence. And it was released on his mother the day and tried to conceal his crime with the fire. Dangle's behavior in the months leading up to the murder did suggest that he may have been struggling internally. He was spending a lot of time alone in his room and exhibiting some he was unusual on. behaviors as highlighted by his stepfather. Because you spent a lot of time in the bathroom, and I know it doesn't take that long to take a dog. Dude, I do not spend that long, and half the time I take my phone in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't mean to say that. I take my phone in there yes, I and know. I watch YouTube videos. Can you I not you hear? Watch. No, you because born? you're so distracted you? on your earphones being in your ears all no, the I, time. No, trust me, I hear you. No, you don't. <laughs> it <can't, laughs> I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that. It came to light during the trial that Daniel Bartlam had been seeing a counselor in the months before the incident. During these sessions, he had discussed hearing voices telling him to hurt people and visions he was having of See, killing people. To the his increased interactions with media involving violence and his own written stories suggest he was potentially engaging in a fantasy world where violence and aggression were controlling him. Uh-uh. You would think that Daniel Bartlow... What kind of fantasy world, though? One of killing and passionably angerish 
<laughs> you would think that Danga Bartlum, he's got to be suffering from a mental illness. Yeah, he, he, he's fucking loony. And supposedly this contributed to the carrying out of... Yeah, killing, I would think so, probably. ...killing of his mother. However, Daniel was not found to be mentally ill by experts who examined him. I'd like to expert those experts, please. Yes. I'd like to expert those experts. Yep. When the case, I don't think they know. Oh, my God. When the case came to court in early 2012, Daniel Bartlett pleaded guilty to murder. Dummy, don't not ever plead shit. guilty. Not guilty. Okay. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you said damn it. <laughs> he claimed he had been provoked during the argument with Hell his mother yeah, was. with his mother earlier in the evening and pleaded guilty to manslaughter. Okay. The jury unanimously Ooh. convicted him of murder on February 9th, 2012. In April 2012, Daniel was sentenced to the minimum of 16 years in prison. He displayed cluster B. Cluster B. Antisocial, borderline, and narcissistic personal tra- personality traits, which effectively made him a childish but yet intelligent psychopath. Only his family and those closest to him were rare, <laughs> aware of his temper. Awkward mm. and bizarre behaviors. I don't think so. At school and in public, Wait. Daniel seemed completely no. normal and was thought of as a pleasant child. Although personality disorders aren't usually diagnosed in those under the age of 18. Exactly, because I was just about to ask you. Yeah, Daniel wait, was wait, one wait. of the few exceptions. Daniel had both antisocial wait, and borderline personality. Please don't do it. Stare down. Look. Personality look disorders with narcissistic look look. and schizophrenic features. Dude, this eye. Now I look at this it. This eye is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. The pupil is so much bigger than the other one. Oh, for real? Yes. It, well, that's that all. That's an awesome story. Yeah, well, that's all I got to say about Dang Bartlum. Bartlum? I don't think I could ever actually do that. What? Kill somebody with a hammer? No, bludgeon and beat the crap out of your mother with a hammer over the head and the skull and beat in her skull and then set fire to her body. Not eat her brain, though, right? No, I don't think I could do that either. Well, Well, that is my story. Yet again, let's answer this very profound, whatever you call it, profound question. question. Which one do you think was worse? I'm gonna have to say, mine was fucked up, dude. Damn it. There's always fucked up. Yeah, it's always more. Guess what? Next week, it's just gonna be more fucked up. Maybe I can mess. Maybe. Wait a second. Maybe I can get a better one than you. Well, if you try, you might be able to. I do try. Try harder. Do you try. not see me looking up different people? Baby. Oh my God, shut up. Do you not see me for hours looking up different people and then trying you to say, find them? Will you look up somebody for me to do? I've, you've only hey, gave me a person get, one time. Uh, I've wrote your actual story one that time. That was the very, very beginning of our podcast. Anyway, y'all. On our y'all first, so on our first Listen, or second y'all, episode. I've got to go cook supper, so I've got to cut this short. Because I've got Anyways. to cook your supper. However, we've got... Special promo uh, for you promo guys. for you. Trace and Evidence. I actually love that title. Trace Evidence. Love the title. 
love the podcast. And I'm sure that every single one of y'all that is listening to this now is already listening to them. But if you're not, what are you doing? Go go check them out. And check out Trace Evidence because they are freaking awesome. Go check them out. Stephen Pacheco, love him. Well, that's all we got to say about that. And right now, we're going to let him We'll be playing after our outro. What's your name? Drew, as always, I have been Stan. That's not your outro. And I'm always Drew. And we'll see you next time. See y'all in the boondocks, baby. Yeah. Hey, this is Stephen Pacheco, the host of Trace Evidence, a weekly true crime podcast focused on unsolved murders and disappearances. Each week, I explore a different unsolved case and take a deep dive into the victim, the events leading up to the crime, every fact we know, every question we're left with, and then a breakdown of the most popular theories revolving around that case. Each Monday, a new episode comes out, and there are more than 80 episodes of mysterious and fascinating cases to catch up on, some you've heard, and many that you haven't. If you're drawn to deep examinations of some of the most mysterious cases, give Trace Evidence a listen. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcatchers. Visit trace-evidence.com for more information. And I hope you'll join me next week for another unsolved case on the next episode of Trace Evidence. Trace Evidence.